0: and welcome to this week's podcast of Let's Talk TDs. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. And Jerry. I hate Roger
1: Goodell. Why? Vent to the people.
0: You know what he did.
1: No, we don't. He
0: let the Broncos play without any quarterbacks last week. Look, we don't have a Thursday night game, okay, to talk about. So this is what we're going to talk about today because I am pretty disgusted at what happened. There is no reason for the Broncos to play without a quarterback and only complete one reception the whole game. Yeah, that's that's not – they cannot go down like that.
1: Well, can you elaborate on the context? Like, how did uh, your entire quarterback room go down? Well. Was it uh, not necessarily foul play, but was it due to the fact where were was the team following the protocols?
0: Well, what they were saying is that they weren't transparent with the investigation. It doesn't matter what they did. It's because they weren't transparent. And that they for one second or for a little bit they they had their fast didn't have their mask on when they were together. But the other three quarterbacks tested negative before the game. So no one had the virus. Before the game? Before the game. So why didn't they play? Because I think they were trying to punish the team because they weren't transparent with the investigation or whatever, or the players weren't transparent.
1: So are you upset with the punishment or are you upset with the inconsistency? I'm upset with the punishment. And which was to play a game without a quarterback?
0: Yes. Whenever the Patriots, whenever the Patriots back in week four, they they kept getting uh, COVID tests back positive, but yet they moved their games back, even made a bye week for them. So that's what I have a problem with whenever the Broncos, you know, they don't they don't have COVID
1: tests back to back. You
0: know, just players just keep showing up positive.
1: Well, to me, the real issue is just the inconsistency of of the NFL, because I feel like there's three examples. Well, there's multiple examples, but three of them that stick out to me, which is obviously you and your team with the Broncos not playing with a quarterback. You mentioned the Patriots. Getting an extra buy.
0: And even the Baltimore Ravens now.
1: Yeah. They, they you know, they push their games back. But then there's also the Ravens who lost a draft pick. So, like, I feel like really, to me, what I'm having an issue with is the inconsistency. Yes. What is the real punishment? Because, I mean, honestly, not even trying to bunch your team in it, but the Broncos aren't even really... They didn't get punished, or they didn't get any punishment. Really, it was just they just were meant to play with all three quarterbacks down. But
0: to be honest, it still kind of is a punishment because even if it doesn't look like it, they were still in the playoff run. So I for mean, for them yeah. not to a uh, quarterback not to play that does that makes a big difference.
1: Right, but again, like it's they didn't like the NFL didn't issue for none of your quarterbacks to play. All your quarterbacks were a hazard to the league. That's what I'm saying. That's different where the NFL actually targeted the Patriots and gave them a bye week. And I'm talking about the Raiders where they actually got targeted and lost a draft pick. Those are either a straight benefit that the NFL gave or a straight punishment that the NFL gave the Broncos don't fit into that category. And like, again, that's what I'm saying. What really makes me kind of frustrated is just the inconsistency of what the punishment is in the NFL.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that makes me frustrated too, but not even to delay the game a couple days. They delayed the Baltimore game in the same week two times to Tuesday, and then they delayed it again to Wednesday. And they didn't even have their starting quarterback. You know, so I I understand where you're coming from as far as the consistency of their punishments that they try to lay down. And it is wrong because if you want to punish a team, punish everybody the same way.
1: Well, is it really inconsistent? I mean, they've really only punished one team, which is the Raiders.
0: With the fine?
1: Yeah, with the, fi- with the fine and losing the draft pick. Everything else is either, like, I mean, getting your game pushed back is not a punishment by the league, and again, in technicality, what they did to the Broncos, or, I mean, again, it's more like... It what kind the, of is a what,
0: punishment. Whenever you don't have a quarterback, the most important position in the game.
1: Right, but again, that's the NFL. It, what would be a punishment was be the NFL, like, somehow giving them all COVID. Like, they, that's not what transpired. What transpired was the lack of, if anything, the lack of Action is actually what is what you're upset about the lack of action by the NFL. But again, the lack of action is not technically targeting your team. It's just a lack of action.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just don't feel it was fair to to put a team, a professional football team out there without a quarterback. Not even the chance to get a quarterback off waivers or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I, I, I don't know how to how I would handle that, but it's definitely a tough situation.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. The NFL has to be more consistent at least. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the future. Hopefully they don't keep, keep up this inconsistency. But,
1: yeah. I mean, I'd like to see actually the NFL be more like just more stern on what they're actually trying to let us know. I guess they're only going to take away draft picks. And really postponed games but that gets really messy when you're looking at the NFL because the next thing you realize you know you just pushed everything back and made everything muddle and tough for all these other teams that weren't even affected you know what I mean so yeah. it's just I don't know this, this is just the mess they were gonna deal with regardless we kind of saw this was gonna happen
0: yeah screw Roger to get Roger Goodell fuck that guy
1: for not doing anything yeah Okay, that's fair. Exactly. Okay.
0: All right. But let's move on, Jerry. Let's move on to our fantasy players of the week.
1: All right, go uh, ahead. Who do you got at quarterback?
0: Hey, I I was trying to step out outside like the good quarterbacks this week. Just choose some other quarterbacks. Because you know the good quarterbacks in the league. I'm trying to step away from that a little bit. But I got Kirk Cousins this week against Jacksonville. You know Jacksonville's ranked 30th against the pass, and in the last four games, Kirk Cousins has been averaging 26.5 fantasy points per game. So I know the Minnesota Vikings team is very inconsistent, and so is Kirk Cousins at winning games, but he's put he's put points in the on the board for fantasy players. So I got Kirk Cousins this week. I also got Derek Carr. Derek Carr going against the New York Jets. You know how I like whenever any quarterback goes against the Jets. They're going to put up numbers. Um, and coming off that loss last week, like that terrible loss last week against the Falcons, Derek Carr is going to bounce back this week with a very poor team. And then I got your favorite player, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yes, they're going against Indy, and I understand the defense and whatever. And they don't have Will Fuller. Completely understand all these. But Deshaun Watson has been on fire the last six games. Me and you talked about this before. 1,750 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 70.5 completion rating in in the last six games. So I think he's still going to put up good numbers in this game. Very competitive match. And, yeah, that's my quarterbacks. What do you got?
1: All right, well, I'll go ahead and just start off with the obvious. I went with a lot of low-hanging fruits because I didn't see a lot of good matchups this week. Yeah. So I went with a lot of obvious, and I'll start with the one that You just stated, uh, I'll start with Deshaun Watson. Everything you just stated, don't need to repeat. Yeah, that's
0: surprising coming from you.
1: I mean, it's not surprising because, again, like you said, in this last six weeks, we've actually seen progression, which is something I want. I want consistency. I don't want him to just have one miraculous game a season. You know, consistency is always key. And uh, so, yeah, I I, I see him winning this tight division matchup in the the stat sheets. Okay. And the next, again, another obvious because I don't like this matchup. So I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. 20 touchdowns in the last six games. Just playing yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah, he might be leading the MVP right now.
1: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And, I mean, he's going against Philly, who, I mean, the numbers say they got a, a, a decent defense. I mean, yeah. this, this is 25th toughest one, but their offense is so bad. They're gonna get my, the ball back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just imagine they're yeah. just gonna get extra possessions, and you don't want to give extra possessions to Aaron Rodgers. Yep. No matter how good your defense is, it'll get worn out. So I just see him to continue doing his MVP thing. And then the next one is a uh, one I'm kind of excited about. Guy we've been hyped about all season, Josh Allen. I know he's kind of off of a uh, coming off of a quiet game. He only had 150 yards. And yeah, that's a uh, good matchup, though. Yeah, it was a tough matchup, and um, but uh. This week is, I think, I think last time he had 150 yards, he bounced back with 400 yards and three touchdowns, and I'm just predicting him to do the same thing. I mean, this I guy's a like,
0: 49ers? Yeah, he's a competitor,
1: Damn. and he, he's one of those guys who, he's trying to make a statement that he's one of the guys in this league, and I think yeah. he will, and he's already proven that he'll bounce back after having a, a subpar game. Yeah. So, those are my three guys. I mean, guys. I can
0: argue with that. You know, he's a good quarterback.
1: All right, well, those are my three guys. What do you got at running back? I want to hear him. I'm curious. Uh, you'll
0: like these. I'm I got Austin Eckler going against New England. Wait, who? Who? Who's this again? Austin Eckler, you know, the guy that got injured in week two or three and then hasn't came back till now, last uh, week.
1: Oh, the scrub. Okay, yeah. Oh, kitchen. the
0: scrub. Okay, yeah. I mean, he was one of the leading fantasy players last year, but we'll talk about that. Um,
1: One-dimensional player, but okay.
0: Two-dimensional. He runs the ball and he <laughs> catches. So let's say this. like Last week, his first week, everybody thought he was going to, you know, Hanging back a little bit. Not get too many touches. But he got the most touches that he ever has got in his career. 25. And he got 16 targets in that game. 11 catches. Go And against this New England D, is not the same D like I told you. I've been telling you. That this defense for the New England is not the same as it was. So I feel like he's going to contribute a lot in this game for the Chargers and Keep it a competitive game. It might steal a little bit of targets from um Keenan Allen. So Keenan Allen fans, just, you know, be prepared for that. But I feel like Austin Eckler will have a good game this game. And then I also got Chris Carson. <clears throat> Having a light-duty week last week, only eight touches and 41 yards. You know, still pretty good with the with averaging yards. So that's good. But he's going against the Giants this week. Good defense, but the running game is not that great. So I expect him to have a good game, especially with the Seattle Seahawks offense, you know. And then I have James Robinson. Like, every other week, I just feel like he's one of the top running backs right now in the league. Top five, for sure. And then they're going against Minnesota, which is allowing 120 yards a game to running backs. That's 18th in the in the NFL. So I feel like he's
1: going to have a good game. So James Robertson, Do you really think he's one of the top 5 best players in the, in the league? Top like, 5 running backs. You really think that?
0: Right now, yes. Okay.
1: I do feel like it. I think he's just having a good
0: year, but okay. Well, and th- this year, he's one one of the top 5 running backs. That's what the numbers say.
1: Fair, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, I got I got some uh I got some subpar guys. I didn't, I went with obvious in the first one. I didn't want to go with the obvious, you know, the big names. So I yeah. went with some, not the huge. And, um, I'm going with JK Dobkins, you know, the rookie, okay. you know, in the last four games, he's had 14 carries per, and he's going against this Dallas defense, which is a, it's just the worst defense as far as rushing as allowed. And, um, I mean, if his production continues as far as the opportunities he gets, I expect him to have a pretty big game. He's, really quick hitting the hole. So we'll see what happens there. Okay. And then next I got uh David Montgomery on strictly just volume. Again, again, this guy's averaging 16 carries per and he had a uh, hundred yards last week. So maybe he can build on that again. Opportunity is always key and he always gets the ball on strictly volume. Yeah. And then next I got Damian Harrison with new England. Again, another guy who's just getting the ball a lot. He's averaging 15 per and he's playing against the LA Chargers and they have a terrible running defense. You don't think
0: that uh, Sony Michelle's coming back affects him at all?
1: No, oh, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. He's already established himself as being the guy. And yeah. the Chargers, they haven't they haven't been too good as far as running defense. They've allowed seven touchdowns this year, so yeah. maybe that'll continue for him.
0: Yeah, I just feel like Sony Michelle's fell off the map since last year. Last year he didn't have a great season and then they got Harris and he's been balling now, you know, getting multiple touches each week.
1: I mean, I wouldn't even say he had a bad season. I feel like Bill Belichick just has a short lease on a lot of guys, and if you don't produce yeah. and get hurt, I mean, next thing you know you're already gone. Well I mean, with Harris,
0: like last even with even when uh Sonny Michelle was in the lineup, you know, he they always did a committee back. With Harris, I don't think they do that. They don't do that as much. He still gets multiple touches.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think it also has to do with a lot of injuries. A lot of guys are hurt. But, I mean, hopefully, again, I'm hoping because right now the opportunities are there. And they've been showing it from week to week. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah. All right. What do you got for wide receivers?
1: All right. I got a... Uh, I got, I got some interesting guys. Well, I got one interesting guy and another two low hanging fruits. Again, I feel like I'm not too fancied on this, um, matchups this week. And honestly, there's just a lot of good wide receivers. So I feel like it's not really hard to state a a good one. I'll start off with AJ Brown. I don't think I've mentioned him lately or probably at all. Yeah. I don't think at all. Yeah. This year. So I'm starting off with AJ Brown. He's averaging 13 targets the last two games. And if that production continues, I mean, again, I'm all about guys who get opportunity. Opportunity gives you, you know, chances to shine. Yeah. And if that volume continues, I think he'll, he's in prime time to have a big game. Well, my next one is again, another, another one that's a low hanging fruit, Michael Thomas. I know he's not coming off of necessarily a great game. I feel like he's still trying to find his footing, but I feel like he's going against a good matchup. I mean, what is it? Atlanta. And they have the worst passing attack right now. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the opportunity's there. The volume's there. He's getting nine targets per since his return. So, again, opportunity equals, you know, chance for big points. You
0: think Tyson Hill can get him the ball?
1: I mean, I think he'll force feed him the ball. Yeah. Which, again, is going to benefit the fantasy points. Yeah, it's points. only going to so, really benefit. Yeah, it's only going to yeah. benefit the fantasy owner. So, I mean, I, I don't think that's too big of an issue. And then finally, a guy, Justin Jefferson. Okay. You know, he just has a, a, a real nice, solid matchup. He's got three touchdowns in the last two games. And, you know, he's going against Jacksonville, and they don't have the best offense. And I feel like bad offense equals more opportunities for Kirk Cousins and Jefferson to connect. Not to mention, I think Thielen might be back, so that means he might have a little less, you know, coverage looking his way. Okay. I like those picks. What do you got?
0: Let's see. I got Keenan Allen going going against New England. It's just like you said, volume. You know, Keenan Allen is gonna have ten plus targets each game right now. He's averaging eleven, and he's averaging nineteen point three points per game in fantasy. So it's hard to beat that. You know, and Justin Herbert has just been
1: flinging the rock. Yeah, he has. It's ironic. You mentioned Eckler and taking away some of Keenan Allen. I can't targets. go back on Keenan and, Allen though. And, and, I cannot. Oh, you're just still in love with it though. Yeah, I'm All still in love with it He's
0: still gonna get his. He's still gonna get his numbers up.
1: All right, that's fair.
0: And then I also got Justin Jefferson. I feel like last week, you know, I, I think he got a better rhythm with Kirk Cousins, and I have Kirk Cousins, so I feel like he's gonna have to throw to somebody. And last week he had 13 targets, seven receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. You know, and that's the most targets he's ever seen. So I feel like Kirk Cousins will target him more this game, even with Adam Thielen coming back. Justin Jefferson's, you know, just electric.
1: So what do you think, Justin Jefferson? You got a chance for rookie of the year?
0: He does have a chance
1: for rookie of the year. Are you still high on Herbert? Herbert, I think is just way better. Favoritism towards the quarterback.
0: Yeah, sorry, but that's what it is, man. All but right. I mean, let's let's be honest. You know, Herbert doesn't have the wins to back it up. That's
1: what I'm saying.
0: But I don't believe that's his fault. Those wins are because those those losses are because of the coach, in my
1: opinion. No, uh, yeah. I mean, well, honestly, the team's a little, it, it, it's got some holes in it. Yeah. But, but at least they have a quarterback.
0: Yeah, at least they have a quarterback. It, it, it looks bright for the future, for sure. But then I got Devontae Parker going against Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati's not a cakewalk when it comes to receivers, but Ryan Fitzpatrick, he targets Devontae Parker a lot, and I feel like this is going to be a good matchup for Devontae Parker because Fitzpatrick's in there. If two was in there, then it'll be a different story. But since it looks like Fitzpatrick's going to go that way, going to start, I think
1: this is going to be a good game
0: for Devontae Parker.
1: All right. At least not not no laying, low hanging fruit, so I like that. I like yeah. some different guys.
0: Yeah, I just try to switch it up a little bit more this this week.
1: All right. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and start it off with Titan because it's a shallow pool, and I don't want to make it seem like anybody's piggybacking. Yeah. T.J. Hawkins, Mike Gasecki, <laughs> Noah Font. Oh uh, man, the three usual ones. I mean, they're not too usual, but they're definitely usual suspects For from sure, every T.J. other Hawkinson week. Has. Uh, TJ Hawkins, nine targets per game, five touchdowns on the season. He's going against Chicago. They're the third worst defense. It's just a great matchup. This is a rising star as far as the tight ends positions concern. And, uh, again, they don't have Galladay. I I just see this guy being the main guy to see just to make their offense go. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Mike Gusecki again, just another matchup, a guy who's getting five targets per game. Yeah. And he had a touchdown last game. Hopefully he can build on that. And Cincinnati is the first, fourth worst defense as far as, you know, covering the tight end position. We'll see if that continues. I'm not really sure who's going to be throwing them the rock, but I feel like Gusecki always a, uh, a number one option as a safety blanket and or just one of their better receivers among Devontae Parker as well. Okay. And then also Noah Font on Strictly. Locke is back. Yeah. I want to see what Drew Locke's got. At the end of the day, Noah Font was one of his favorite targets, you know, earlier in the season. He's honestly been every quarterback's favorite target, and I just expect that to continue. He's got seven targets per game, and we'll see if that continues with the volume opportunity. We'll see if he scores a touchdown.
0: All right. And then I got—you got to like these because I got T.J. Hawkinson also. (laughs) You know, it's just hard to go away from T.J. Hawkinson because he's the third best tight end in fantasy right now. So, no, targets— Receptions and he's getting the touchdowns. You know, he's the whole package when it comes to tight ends. And I also got Noah Fan because the targets, as you said, you know, he's getting the targets and that's Drew Locke's blanket. You know, that's, that's who he's going to go to, especially against this Kansas City D. Passing the corners are re- pretty good on this Kansas City D, but he's going to target Noah Fan, in my opinion, a lot more. And then I got Dallas Goddard. You know, I think Dallas Goddard is better, the best tight end in that team. So he's averaging eight targets, six receptions, 76 yards, and one touchdown. That's what he's averaging end of the year. So I feel like he's going to ball out. He's the only receiver that's going to ball out for this Philly defense, Philly offense. So I think you should start him for sure.
1: Your favorite segment. Go hey, ahead. I'll, Go, go ahead, ahead and kick it off. I'll kick it off for sure. But I told you
0: last week, Young Wei Koo, five field goals. Hey,
1: that's why you're the kicking expert on the show.
0: Hey, I got it right, though. You know, I'm like, I'm probably like three and five in the year. But uh, I'm doing pretty good with the kickers so far in the last four weeks. But this week, Brandon McManus against Kansas City. I feel like the Broncos will be able to drive the ball but not punch in too much. So I feel like Brandon McManus will have his field goals. I got him for four field goals, 250-yard field goals, and 230-yard field goals. All right. Look out for it, guys. He'll have at least 16 points in fantasy this week. So just watch out for that. But let's go ahead and move on to week 13 on the schedule. Saints at the Falcons. What do you think about this matchup? You think the Saints will win?
1: No, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't think the Saints will win. I think the Falcons will come in this because they got the quarterback position advantage. And I think they'll come and take this division matchup just to play spoiler for the Saints. You know, I believe they won last week and I think they're going to have their first back-to-back week matchup wins. I don't know if uh, Taysom Hill has it in it To win multiple games Or or even just lead this team I mean we'll see what happens for them
0: Okay I'm actually surprised about that But I have the Saints winning this week Look last week we agreed on every single match This week We differ on the first one But I have the Saints winning 24-21 I think the Saints have a coaching advantage And I feel like they'll be able to control the clock with Taysom Hill. So I've And and also the Falcons are not going to have um, Julio Jones or Todd Gurley. So I think the Saints will be able to squeeze out a win on this one.
1: All right. Next we got Lions at Bears. This matchup, I don't know how I feel about Me it. I, I mean, the Bears are on paper the better team as far as the record's concerned. But I just look at the quarterback position. I'm just like, I, man, it just makes it hard for me to pick the Bears, even though I know they're more, you know, well-rounded as a team. But you know what I am going to pick against the Bears? I'm going to pick the Lions to win this one. I, I think the Lions are going to win this one 24-21 in a close competitive division matchup. Again, I think the Lions are just going to play spoiler. They know they're not going to go to the playoffs, but they're going to make sure it's going to be tough and seeding-wise to uh, for the Bears to make it to the playoffs
0: look i also got this as a very close matchup but i got the bears winning this matchup 23 21. i just feel like matthew stafford has not been looking his usual self and then going against this bears defense it's not going to play well for him so i i just feel like the lions especially now with kenny galladay on the field you know it's just too many things going against the lions right now and they're not playing their usual self so I had the Bears barely winning. Even with Trubisky back there, he'll throw you a know,
1: pick six or two or Yeah,
0: but they'll still win. You know, so I just feel like the Bears will win on this one.
1: Okay, okay. Again, back to back, another division matchup. Colts at Texans. What do you think?
0: This is my sp- this is my spoiler of the week for sure. Cause I got the Texans winning this twenty seven, twenty four. Deshaun Watson is going to come out hot still and I really don't believe in Phillip Rivers too much. The Colts' defense is good and the running game is good but Phillip Rivers I think is going to really make the deciding factor for this game and I think it won't be good for them and I think the, the Texans will win this.
1: Yeah, I got to agree. I mean, honestly, I haven't really been sold on the Colts just yeah. because of Phillip Rivers for the most part this year. I know they have a nice run, but I feel like this will really just show the the fact that this division's not really that wet. It's not that good. You know what I mean? The fact that the Colts are leading it right now and, you know, the Texans are going to make it kind of competitive, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I see Deshaun continuing his little hot streak. I don't know if he'll, he'll know, go with no interceptions. This is a tough defense. But, uh, yeah, I see Deshaun pulling out the win, 30-28 to 28 in a high-flying game.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. And then Bengals at the Dolphins. Not a very exciting matchup.
1: I mean, not anymore. Joe Burrow's out.
0: Joe Burrow and Tua. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it could have been cool. It could have
1: been a good matchup, but. Tua's not that good, I guess. Yeah, I don't
0: think Tua's that good. But I had the Dolphins winning with Ryan Fitzpatrick because I think Ryan is a better quarterback. But I have them winning 24-16 against the Bengals. You know, just the Bengals don't have a good quarterback back there. Running back's out. It's just going to be a good matchup for the Dolphins this week.
1: Yeah, I can't fault you on that. I see the Dolphins also winning this one. I see them winning 24-17. Uh the Bengals they they just don't have a quarterback. Their defense is, you know, middle of the pack and their offense is I mean it, it it's got pieces, but again, they're they're just dysfunctional with the coaching staff and their quarterbacks down. So, yeah. I see the Dolphins winning this one, and a not very fun matchup though.
0: Yep. I completely agree. And then we got the Jags at the Vikings. It's not a very exciting matchup to me either because, you know, you know how I feel about Kirk Cousins, even though I think he's going to have a good game. But the Jags are just a bad team. The only bright spot about the Jags is James Robinson. That's it. Nothing else. So I have the Vikings winning 27-17 in this game.
1: Yeah, I guess this is the we got now three in a row where we just agree. I yep. see the Vikings taking this one. I see them winning this one pretty easily at uh twenty eight to seventeen. And, you know, I mean the Jacksonville, they don't they don't have much going. It's it's really hard to predict how much they're really gonna score considering the fact that they don't have very many weapons right now and they're really hurting at the quarterback positions like a lot of these teams that are, you know, not good. So yeah. We'll see how that plays out.
0: All right, then we got the Raiders at the Jets. I think the Raiders have bounced back in this game. You know me. I don't like the Jets. They're gonna get the first round draft pick in this this year's draft. So no. yeah, they are. Sorry. But I got the Raiders winning twenty seven to eighteen. You know, mostly a one decided match, you know. There's really nothing much about this game that's special. Anything, any, any team that plays the Jets isn't special to me.
1: What do you think? Jeez, that's really unfair to any team that plays the Jets. true. That's why
0: every team has a win against them. I mean,
1: they could be special. It's not their fault that the Jets suck. But anyways, I I, I completely agree. The (laughs) the Raiders are going to win this one. The Jets are a dysfunctional team. And if honestly they win this one, that just is unfortunate for them because they should just lose all of them and get the first pick. And get one of these quarterbacks, whichever one they like, whatever one. Yeah, whichever one they like. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It ain't my team. But uh, yeah, I don't see them winning this one. Gruden's got a nice, well-coached team. They run the ball solid. That was defense. a bad loss last week, though. It was a bad loss. But Terrible. you know what? You know what? Teams have bad games. You know, it's okay. You can have a yeah, bad game. I guess They've had so. a good season. I mean, to me, one bad game doesn't justify who you are. And yeah, that, that game doesn't to me justify who they are. I see a well-coached team that plays good defense that runs the ball. Who's got a solid quarterback. And they'll bounce back and win this one, 24 But Josh, Jakes
0: is, Josh Jacobs won't be playing this week either.
1: That's fine. They're, they're still one of those teams that will be the committed Monty to the Bookie. run. Yeah, they'll be committed to the run all no matter right, who's right. back there. You know them. John yeah. Gruden, he plays 90s. 90s no matter uh, what running yeah, back Yeah, no matter though. what it is. He he plays a 90s offense. So Yeah,
0: no, I like that offense, though. So I can't really back judge him on that. But let's move on to our next game. Giants at the Seahawks.
1: All right, yeah, I'll just say it right off the back. I wish there was a better team in this division so they could just win it, but this team sucks, and the Seahawks are going to easily hey, win this. Hey, they won last week. Nobody cares, and it was against nobody relevant. That's true. I don't care about so, that. <laughs> so the Seahawks are going to win this one. Russell Wilson's having an MVP-type season. Um, We'll see if that continues. Oh, yeah, it will. He's playing the Giants. So Yeah,
0: that's true. I also have the Seahawks winning 28-20. to 20. So, I mean, I think most of the points are going to come in garbage time for the Giants. So that's why I have it like a touchdown apart. But Seahawks will win this game for sure.
1: All right, another matchup that I'm just going to breeze right by because this is not an intriguing one. Again, the Eagles are terrible. The Packers are phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers is playing great. The Eagles are not. Um, The Packers are winning this one. They're just going to chalk it down real quick as a win. They're going to put – Put up 30. The Eagles will barely put up 17. And uh, Aaron Rodgers just continues rolling along to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I don't like this matchup either. Um, I also have the Packers winning. I have them winning 24-17. to 17. Just the, the pace that Aaron Rodgers is playing at right now is phenomenal. And the Carson Wentz, you know, he just fell off after the first six games. It's kind of embarrassing for him
1: because... No, what's embarrassing is the Eagles franchise. Because they just signed him to a long-term deal for five years. So they got Yeah, that it's pretty embarrassing
0: too. It's just, but don't get me wrong, you know. He's going to have Zach Ertz back this week. So, you know, that'll, that'll help him a little bit. But it's still not going to be enough to win this game. So, yeah, the Packers is just a better team all around. But what about our next game? A little bit more competitive game. Patriots at the Chargers. Who do you got winning in this one?
1: The Patriots.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I got the Chargers winning in this one.
1: Yeah, I think they're just a better coach team. I mean, none of these teams are necessarily good, so it's not like, oh, wow, it's a big shock, one or the other. You know what I mean? I feel like you can really just flip a coin. Yeah. Because, again, th- these both these teams got flaws. The Not the Packers, uh, the Patriots. They don't have the personnel. And the Chargers are terrible at coaching. So I'm going to give the edge to the coaching advantage for now. I think they can manifest some things. I think Cam Newton can maybe, you know, have one of those Cam Newton type of games. Yeah. And I just see them winning. This one, it'll be a competitive one, 24-21.
0: I believe the Patriots do have a better, better coaching. But I believe the quarterback play is going to be miles apart between Justin Herbert and and hasn't ha-
1: hasn't helped them all year
0: yeah i do i do agree with that but I think justin herbert will be able to get this win against the patriots you know give give him a little confidence boost going against this against this uh patriots coaching staff and with austin eckler being in the lineup again you know it's gonna help him propel them
1: over this team all right all right well, but i got like a- him
0: twenty eight twenty four
1: Oh, twenty eight, twenty four. So it's yeah. another competitive game. Competitive
0: game, but I think Justin Herbert will get will get the last
1: laugh. Okay. Well, why don't you roll right into one of your favorite matchups of the week?
0: <sighs> it's not my favorite matchup of the week, dude. It's the Broncos. It's my favorite
1: team. It's the Broncos, but not always, my favorite. It's matchup. always your favorite matchup.
0: Uh, sorry, I just not against the Chiefs,
1: dude. Just, then who?
0: Then who? Everybody else but the Chiefs.
1: If you're not excited to see one of the most prolific quarterbacks the NFL has to offer, then who?
0: Look, I'm excited about Patrick Mahomes. I love Patrick Mahomes' game, but I don't like when he plays the Broncos. Because he totally dominates He's in your division. I know that, but it doesn't matter. He just dominates. I mean— Last The last game they had, he did not dominate. Okay. You're just let not me, appreciating greatness. Let me get greatness. that straight. He did not dominate the last game because he didn't have to. His special teams dominated. His defense dominated. So he didn't have to do much. And I feel like he's going to dominate this Broncos team again this week. And it's going to be glorious, And the dude. best player on the Broncos team is going to be their kicker. It's going to be glorious, dude. I have it's the, Chiefs the winning 31-19. to 19.
1: Yeah, and I and I I'll, I'll piggyback on that. I think the Chiefs are going to put thirty. I think the Broncos will put up seventeen. And uh, I just see complete dominations. It'll be great. It's what the fans need. No. The fans need to see exciting football. And Patrick Mahomes always delivers exciting and the, football. The sad
0: part, everybody's going to see it because it's a Sunday night game.
1: Yeah, of course everyone's going to see it. Prime time for Patrick Mahomes. He needs prime time. You need to get used to this. Your team losing to the great Patrick Mahomes. It's going to happen it's two happened. times a year. It's already every happened. Year. Two times a year, every year. At least year. you can get the home field advantage. You should game. be okay with it, dude. It should be cool. You should. But run. you're gonna, you're just gonna look back and be like, "Dang, one you want to make another bet on this game? What bet do you want? What bet would even entice me? There's no bet that's enticing. Are you gonna take randomly the Broncos winning this one? I'm gonna switch it up.
0: I got the Broncos winning. 27-24. 24-24.
1: Okay, it was so, so what now you, we got to make a bet. Okay. What what do you want to make?
0: All right? Let's see We'll come back to this at the end of the segment. <laughs> All right <laughs> but Let's go ahead and move on to our next game the football team at the Steelers I'm not sold on the Steelers
1: I mean either I am But I don't think the football team is gonna win this because the nfc east sucks and I wish somebody would just take control but nobody will so the Steelers will win this one because Ben Roethlisberger is just too good. I don't think he's the best anymore. I don't think their team's the best. They're really well coached. They got a solid defense. They can run the ball. They can pass it. So why wouldn't I choose the clearly Barely. better team?
0: I just feel like there's two good defenses. Okay. I feel it's going to be a low scoring game. 20 to 17. But for the Steelers. I do have the Steelers winning. But, man, Steelers have not impressed me as far as winning One-sided matches that they should win. Like... All these teams they've played, not competitive teams. The Steelers barely won those games. Even last week against a second and third string quarterback, they'd barely be able to get out with the win. with With the coaching. I mean, with the referee's help. So... I'm not sold. That's why I'm not sold on this team, but they will still get this win.
1: Look, that's a terrible excuse because if it was the Broncos barely winning every single team like Tim Tebow, you'd be 100% down. No, I
0: still didn't like the team whenever they had Tim Tebow.
1: That's, you know what, we're, that's just a whole other monster. It is that, another that, monster. That we'll address later on because we'll be on Tim Tebow and the Broncos for a long time. Oh, okay, But with that being said, there's no way that the football team is going to beat the Steelers, so I see them winning this one thirty to seventeen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think the football team is going to beat them, but but just the, the defense, fact that you, just is the fact good. that you
1: think that they're just not—I don't know—you think it's too close for me. I just, they, I just it's think it's kind of weird.
0: They will keep it close because of their defense. That's it.
1: So right. I don't know. It's, That's fair. I'm not. I'm
0: just not sold on the Steelers. I don't care if they're undefeated. They're undefeated because they've played some. Terrible
1: teams. Hey, honestly, that's not their fault, though. I, mean, I know it's
0: not their fault, so. but it doesn't mean I can't disagree with their play. That's fair. But this is your favorite matchup of the week.
1: It's always my favorite matchup. Cowboys, the Cowboys, Cowboys play. against
0: the Ravens.
1: All right. What do you got? I got the Ravens winning this one. Oh, really? Yeah, as long as Lamar Jackson plays, I feel like the Ravens will win this game. Uh you know, they got some woes. Lamar Jackson's still trying to establish what kind of quarterback quarterback he is in this league. Uh, I feel like their uh, their offensive scheme has kind of gotten figured out a little bit. It's happened time and time again. I mean, there's the same offensive coordinator who uh, coached the 49ers way back yonder when they had Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, for like two years he was phenomenal, and then the league found him out and, you know, kind of yeah. fell off a cliff. I feel like a little bit of the same is kind of happening here with Lamar. Except it's just a, happening even at a rapid, more rapid of a pace. Uh, with all that being said, though, I still see that the Ravens being a slightly better team just because of the fact that Lamar Jackson is just really electric. He might play some really sloppy football, but he could find a way to break a 60-yard uh, run on you and score a touchdown for the win. So, okay, I see the Ravens winning a close matchup. 24-23.
0: Damn, really that close? Yes. Okay, this is for you, Jerry. I got the Cowboys winning this matchup. You bastard. 20-17. You know, I don't feel like the Ravens are the same team as last year. They're Cowboys not. have been playing a lot better defensively. Yeah, they've been bad against the run. But if they can past pass the ball, I think that's going to be a big problem. For the Ravens, so you know Andy Dalton's gonna do enough. Zeke probably bounce back and get this W and put up put y'all in that in that uh, playoff running.
1: Don't you dare say that.
0: Yeah, yeah, y'all gonna be there. Y'all going everybody's gonna be tied at four and eight.
1: Why would you say that? Oh no, that's not true. The Eagles have a tie, so they'd still be winning. Okay,
0: yeah, that's true. So they'll be up a little bit, but you know, there's still like three more weeks. Four more weeks after that. So, why you'll would you right. say that? Y'all be all right. Y'all be hanging by a thread.
1: Why would you say that? Literally.
0: But it's going to be a fun matchup, Cowboys, Ravens. Oh, yeah. By the way, it's a Tuesday night game, unless, or Tuesday, Tuesday game, unless no one knows, because, you know, favoritism towards the Ravens pushing their games
1: back again and again. Is it favoritism? I yes. Mean, why is it favoritism? Because
0: they have a playoff chance, better playoff chance than the Broncos.
1: They also have one of the more electric players in the league. Is he electric player this year? I mean, he was. No, is he though? Not this year. Okay then. So. Hey, I wasn't high on Lamar. I'm just kind of speaking for the general. Eye. I bet you, if we ask, well, your he has casu- a better
0: chance of going to the playoffs in the Broncos, that for sure. But as, as far as electric, no.
1: Hey, you ask your casual fan. I guarantee you. Yeah. Your casual course, fan will still say you know, Lamar Jackson what, is a top what, five quarterback. What is a, quarterback. a fan gonna say? Hey, a casual fans say Lamar is one of the top five quarterbacks. A
0: casual fan goes with what the media tells them.
1: Yeah. And also what they, they perceive as good, you know, like one year wonders being good. Yeah. And like people thinking DK Metcalf if is they one of the better wide receivers. The, in if the they league. actually
0: look at the stats, he's not even in the top 10.
1: Right. I mean, again, that's what I'm saying. That's the, you know, your casual fans who who get in love with the Lamar Jackson, the DK Metcalfs of the league, you know, these one year wonders.
0: Yeah. No, no, I completely agree with what you're saying, but I feel like the Broncos, I mean, the Cowboys will have a competitive matchup this game and they will win and get in the playoff hunt.
1: Don't say that. (laughs) Let's just move right right along. We'll gloss over that to some real playoff teams. Yes. Browns at Titans.
0: Well, first of all, these are the games of the week, Jerry.
1: You have to hype it up. Games of the week. Oh, go ahead, hype it up. Get the fans enthusiastic. These
0: are the teams that you really want to care about. What well, the matchups you really care about? Okay, Niners. Yes, they for- just beat the Rams last week.
1: But are they even like they're more? They're like
0: still in the. They're still in the competition. They're for more playoffs. like spoilers. They are, and this is a, this is a good potential spoiler against the Bills.
1: Is it? All right, whatever. Yeah. No, we'll continue. Okay. We'll continue.
0: Okay. All right. let's, let's start for the, yeah, hype with the first up. game. The Browns. This I feel like this sums up a lot of our podcast because, you know, I I saw, I hyped up T- Tannehill. You hyped up Baker Mayfield
1: this year. Hype is a very strong word. I just I, valid- feel like I validated him being a competent be able, quarterback.
0: Our fans will be able to summarize this, but I feel like you hyped up Mayfield. I hyped up Tannehill. You know, you like Mayfield. Yes. I like Tannehill. And the opposite, okay? Yep. But this is, a, this is a good matchup, you know? Two very good running teams. Two mediocre quarterbacks going against each other, Jerry. You know, uh, it, it was a tough one for me. Because I'm like, should I go Baker Mayfield's way? You know, they're gonna, probably going to have like 200 rushing yards. Or should I go Ryan Tannehill's way? you know, Um, Derrick Henry's probably going to have like two touchdowns You know I was very borderline with this game But I have the Titans winning 28-27 In a very close match Down to the clock Very close matchup Jerry What do you got?
1: I got a close matchup too Okay I got the Browns winning this one Uh, See? see? 24-23 Okay They're more complete you know they don't have to just lean on one guy, which the one guy, Derrick Henry, is really good.
0: Oh, so you're saying that Baker Mayfield is better than Ryan Tannehill? No,
1: I'm saying the fact that Nick Chubb plus Kareem Hunt plus Baker Mayfield plus you know Jarvis Landry is better than Derrick Henry. So A.J.
0: Brown, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry is not a good combination either.
1: It's a solid combination, I but think I think that's take, a better combination. I, t- I take the trio from the Browns over the trio from the uh, from the Browns or from the Titans.
0: Uh I don't know. I think the wide receiver does does it for me. I think AJ Brown's better than Jarvis Landry.
1: Okay, that's fair. I feel like they're in my opinion, they're two very similar wide receivers. These guys aren't going to out jump you. They're not gonna outrun you. Yeah. They're just really physical yak receivers. Run great routes, catch the ball, tough to tackle. So I mean that's why I feel like it's it's a good trio. It's a good matchup. Like I like you said. the
0: trios. I like both trios. But I I feel like you know. The Tennessee Titans have the leading rusher in the league. They have one of the better
1: wide receivers in the league. That's strong to say, but okay.
0: And I would say a better quarterback.
1: They don't have a better quarterback. They uh, do. See, that's they, where we differ. They and do have. They do have a better running back. But you're just like failing to re- mention like. They got two. They got two. Yeah, and with those two running backs, I think that. And on top of the fact that the consistency of Baker Mayfield and I think the consistency of Jarvis with his route running ability to keep the chains moving, I just see them just more well-rounded. They know what they are. They know who they're trying to be, and that's a smash-mouth football and control the clock.
0: All uh, right, but what what's the score again? What do you have for the Browns?
1: I mean, this is a really close matchup. I really like it, and I think it'll be a 27-24 win for the Browns.
0: okay. At least you have it close. Yeah, it's a it's competitive nice. match.
1: Honestly, I see these teams as the exact same team. Like I even even down to the quarterbacks. These quarterbacks are the exact same quarterbacks, except you got one more of us, as a yeah. savvy vet and another one still trying to establish himself as a quarterback. Yeah, which is
0: different. Who's better this year? And that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah. But let's move on to our next exciting game. The Rams at the Cardinals. I'm excited about this match. You know. Um, Even though the Rams lost last week against the 49ers. um, I think the Rams will actually come out with this win at 28-24. Putting the Cardinals in a worse situation than they are right now. When it comes to the playoffs. What about you?
1: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny that we're talking about the Rams now, too, because they just have, like, the Rams, and we were probably talking about the Titans. They, have, they just have two players I wish the Cowboys drafted. And uh, <laughs> just a player I'm really Ramsey? excited to watch. Yeah, Ramsey. You know, he was right there on the clock in 2016 yeah. for the Cowboys. We could have swooped in the second round, got Derrick Henry. Imagine
0: if you had Ramsey and... Um,
1: and Derrick Henry. That's that's just all I need to imagine. That Derrick Henry, too. It, it could, And lie. it was right there. And he instead, just built for that, yeah, for that hurt. You know? Instead, we took Zeke and Jalen Smith. But again, going a little off track. Back to this matchup, I'm really excited to see Ramsey. He's fun to watch, and I think that matchup with DeAndre Hopkins—that's prime time right there. Yeah, that's that's, that's that good stuff. That is stu- a good matchup. That, that's good stuff right there. I like it. Um, the Cardinals are struggling a little bit. I yeah. mean, uh,
0: they lost a close one against um, Patriots last week. It was a. Uh...
1: Yeah, I feel like Kyler Murray. He's got a lot of great things going for him, yeah. but uh, he's still trying to establish how to close out games. I yes,
0: think. yes, I, and I agree with that.
1: I think that he needs to just, uh, you know, obviously just play his game and just, just. I, I want him to win this game, but I don't think he will. I think the, uh, I think the Rams are going to win this one again. Jared Goff, a little bit more seasoned vet. This team's got some skins on the wall. They've, you know, they've won playoff games. They've beaten competitive teams. So I see them winning this one. It's going to be a close matchup because it's a division matchup, but I see them winning 23 to 21.
0: Okay. No, yeah, I like and And just, yeah, like you said, Kyler Murray has not been able to finish games. You know, he had the chance against the Seahawks. He had the chance against the Patriots, but he, he just couldn't do it. And that's probably one of his biggest problems. In the beginning of the year, his biggest problem was turnovers. He's fixed that but the last few games has just been closing games out and he hasn't been able to do that so that's also why I, a big reason I have the Rams winning this game
1: all right well let's just move right on to one of my favorite matchups no nah, not one of my favorite matchups but more one of my favorite teams to watch yeah bills at 49ers yeah what do you think
0: hey i look i was surprised about the 49ers beating the Rams last week but i understand why they beat them because of their defense You know, that defense just wore that Rams offense out and... Oh, and without Bosa, too. And without Bosa. And, you know, they have all these other playmakers, though. But I just think the Bills' offense is going to be too much for this Bills' defense in this matchup. And I do have the Bills winning a close matchup against this 49ers defense at 27-24. And I think, you know... I know Josh Allen, he's, he's a good quarterback, and I hope he wins this game so he can just propel his team over that finish line to go into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I can't fault you on that. I, I completely agree. I mean, Josh Allen and the Bills, they're coming off of a subpar game. Yeah. And the last time Josh Allen had a subpar game, he, he came back, bounced back with 400 yards and three touchdowns. And I know that's kind of outlandish to think against one of the better defenses in this in this league. But it wouldn't surprise me, and I kind of feel like he will have one of those type of games. I feel like this this offense the 49ers have to offer against the Bills won't be able to compete. I think the Bills will start off a little slow, but will begin to take control and wear this team out. Um, I do really like the 49ers' defense. They are a physical team. They play with a lot of tenacity and really quick yeah. to the ball. But again, Josh Allen, I think he wants to make a statement. Again, this is another chance for him to make a statement. Uh, against one of the better defenses and I see the bills winning this one uh 24 to 17. I think it'll be a relatively low scoring game but uh I think that I just I don't know how the 49ers can score enough to beat the bills yeah, but I am excited for the 49ers for the future because again like you said this defense is amazing and all this without one of their best young players and Nick Bosa.
0: yeah no I completely agree. And, yeah, the the reason I have the 49ers losing, if they had a better quarterback, I would have them winning this game. But I don't think they'll be, they're going to be able to catch up to the points that the Bills will be scoring. So I agree with you completely on that. So, I mean, it's going to be a good matchup. These these games of the week are probably the better matchups of the week, you know, for sure. Others yeah. The ones.
1: Uh, I'm I'm definitely more intrigued with the, the Browns and Titans. I mean, again, yeah. these are – Two AFC teams it's Ground just, and pound yeah, Ground and pound It's fun to say Ground and pound In this passing league And isn't it also Just fun to say Titans at Browns For a playoff You know what I mean yeah, Like the, the, I, These two teams Are playoff teams And I'm saying Titans no, and especially Browns especially the Browns
0: You know the Browns fans Should be excited Because they haven't been To the playoffs In and- Yeah, and
1: forever i mean honestly both these teams. that's why it's just it's so fun to say that especially in the AFC, because usually what do i say it's like you know oh patriots uh, yeah the usual usual suspects but we're talking browns and titans Titans, like that's just good football guys
0: yeah i'm excited you know i i I like watching just different teams going to the playoffs yeah a
1: lot of great young and upcoming teams a lot of guys you don't hear about cardinals titans browns i mean just teams you don't the hear the bills yeah. even the bills Ex- yeah you know, exactly it just... it's just like for so long we've had or heard the same names but it's just nice to see young talent in this league
0: yeah and it's 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 fun to watch to watch the you know just the progression of different quarterbacks and of different teams just you know moving up in the standings so that that's also great for the league you know i don't feel I didn't like when Tom Brady went to the
1: playoffs every single year, and you know just. I mean, he's still going, but at least it's man, with a different yeah. team. It's not the same I, team. Yeah, though, at least no. it's a different team. I mean, yeah. at least you can say Buccaneers. That's that's still nice Buccaneers, to say too. You know? yeah, whatever. It's, it's,
0: it's okay, but you know, I, I like I like switching it up, and I like how the what the, how it's trending in the league, and I like these new
1: teams. it's yeah. gonna be fun. Hopefully, your team can land a quarterback, man, and hopefully, Dak Prescott can come back. Man, we'll see, man. We'll see about this. We'll get into that during the off-season podcast. Yeah, for
0: sure. But, uh, um, yeah, this this is going to wrap it up for this week. Let's Talk TDs, you know, just get into your ear. But uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Let's Talk TDs on Instagram or you can email us at Let's Talk TDs at com. If you have any questions, concerns, any topics, or whatever you want, you know, just email us and we'll see it. All right? Peace. Peace. It's special